Super Talk Mississippi media production. Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. After yet another series loss for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, quite frankly, has owned Mike Bianco uh, for almost a decade. <laughs> uh, have not won a series uh, against Mississippi State in quite some time now, so we're here to talk about that. Again, my name is Michael Borky. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y, and wherever you get your podcasts, if you're listening in browser, we appreciate you checking out the website, but uh, don't do that. Pull out your favorite podcast app, search Rubber Report, leave a rating and a review, or I guess in Spotify you have to like it either way. Just well, I appreciate you listening and checking this out and uh, listening to me talk about yet another bad baseball weekend. We'll start, we'll just dive right in. No, no need to waste your time. We'll start with Friday night, and despite the timely hitting not being that at all. Three runs on 12 hits for Ole Miss. Um, a great and also bad offensive day, if that makes if that makes sense. Just a, a really um, just piled up hits and piled up hits and could not get them around. But I thought after that game that that was a kind of win that that team needed. And why is that? Because they got a great start and they got great bullpen work. And it was a, you know, huge crowd, big series, rivalry, all that stuff. And you get an objectively phenomenal uh, pitching performance from both of the guys you ran out there, which is something that, you know, you haven't really been able to say a whole lot this year. Now, starting pitching has gotten better uh, over the last couple of weeks. That's not the issue with this team anymore is is who's starting consistency may be there still uh, kind of an issue but uh Doherty was great uh you know big environment on the road all that he was great what six complete just one run on two hits struck out four only walked one hundred pitches even and then Morell came in and was also phenomenal he gave up the one hit which was a home run to a, a fantastic hitter and a great home run hitter otherwise no walks, just that one run on three innings pitched. Struck out three himself, was efficient. Only 37 pitches in those three innings. He was phenomenal. And I, coming away from that, I thought, okay, you've got, you've got the win. You've got a rested bullpen now. And suddenly you should have a little bit of confidence, uh, right? They, they played well in the field. They, they did a lot of things well. Timely hitting again, bad. But you can take, you take what you can take. And I thought that in the moment, I thought that's a really important win for this team. They pitched it really well. The bullpen, only one guy to the bullpen, but still, they, they pitched it well, both the starter and the bullpen. And you got a big win in front of a big crowd in a series that you needed um, something. They, they've got something here, was my takeaway. I mean, McCants had a couple of hits as well. Uh, you know, the thing, things were. And one of them was that that bunt, right, where they were shifting on him and he just bunted one down the line. That was a really nice play on his part. But things were were looking good and feeling good to have that positive weekend that this team needed basically to ha have the math work out so they can have a chance at making the postseason. I thought that was a really, really 
uh, important win in the moment, but it ended up not really being consequential. And we'll talk about the next two after I tell you that the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you're in the market for office technology and your business is located anywhere inside of Mississippi, check them out. ABSMS.com. If you tell them I sent you, you'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. You tell them what you need and what your budget is, and they will find a solution for you on me. Check them out, absms.com, for all of your office technology needs. And the podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. they got 16 locations scattered across the great state of Mississippi, um, local loan servicing options as well, which is extremely important to me. As I tell you guys all the time, that matters uh, to me. It's somebody that you'll sit down with. It's local. You'll know them Any loan servicing needs. It is local. They also, of course, have online banking, but it's more than just checking balances. You can transfer funds, you can make payments, set alerts, and more. A one-stop shop with Priority One Bank. 16 locations across the state. Let them make you their priority. Again, so a really nice, and what I thought was a really big win, great pitching performances, um, and then the rest of the weekend happened. So they come out Saturday, and it is the... Biggest crowd to ever watch an on-campus baseball game ever. And Ole Miss had a lead going into the bottom of the ninth, and they squandered that lead. So offensively, it was a pretty good day for Ole Miss. When you score seven runs, you you should win baseball games when you score seven runs. Um, What Groff had a couple hits. Gonzalez had a couple. He's playing really well lately. Uh, Harris is, uh, is sliding back just a little bit, although he did have a big uh, it was him, right, that had that big insurance run uh, single on Friday night. But he's been struggling a little bit lately. But offensively, they were good. Calarco had a home run. Um, that was a, it was a generally speaking a pretty good day. Uh, I mean, even Chatagnier, who was basically a free out on Friday, and he, with all due respect, has kind of been a free out uh, for opponents in, in conference play this season. Uh, strikes out a ton as well, but um, that worked, and, and Rivas got beat up a little bit early and then settled in pretty well and gave Ole Miss a chance. He, here's my issue, though. It, it's not with Jones giving up a couple of runs. It, it's what we talked about last week after the Memphis series, where I said on here and also on the radio show that Mike Bianco needs to find somebody else to finish games. So at this point, you guys know me. I don't like calling out like this specific players. I think I said this to you before. I'm a broken record sometimes, guys. I repeat myself. It is what it is. Um, They needed to find somebody else. When you've got a one-run lead in the ninth inning, and look, it, it didn't go well for for the guy that came in after uh, after Nichols, but and I know he got the strikeout to end the eighth. I understand that, but starting that ninth with a walk when you, when it's a leadoff walk to a guy that is really struggling at the plate in conference play, it sets yourself up for failure. And so then Takoyan comes in with the runner on first in an environment that he's never pitched in before, and and you know loses the game, gives up the game there. But maybe it's nitpicky. Maybe it's not. Maybe you guys agree with this. Maybe you don't. I just found I was completely unsurprised that that batter 
uh, Larry got walked to start the ninth inning. I mean, it, it's it's expected. This is not a hindsight thing. Uh, you know, we've we've got the evidence, if you will, to say that I and a lot of you as well, because I, I hear from you guys as well, uh, said the same thing. They needed to they needed to go to somebody else in that moment, and they didn't. And the inning in that environment started off with a leadoff walk in a one run game, and that was the tying run. And then and you lost what three batters later, two batters later. Uh, I, I thought that was a bad decision. It was a bad decision before he took the mound, and it's a bad decision after. And if you've got a one run lead in the ninth, somebody else has got to get the ball moving forward. It has to. It's cost you too many games, and and now your margin for error is basically nothing. You have no the, the team has no margin for error, absolutely no uh, margin for error anymore. It's I mean they're three and twelve. They have to go what what eleven and four remaining uh, in, in conference play to to feel like they can make the tournament. You, you can't squander any opportunities, especially with LSU still on the schedule. Georgia's getting better. Missouri's not just going to lay down for you. You know, it's you have no margin for error, and that, that can't happen anymore. You cannot do that anymore. You, you have enough sample size this season that tells you that you cannot do that anymore. And I, I don't, I really don't know what else to say besides that. And then a, a similar thing happened on Sunday. Now, here's. I don't understand. I wish I could tell you. You know, I I have this job not because I'm some kind of expert. It's because I think, anyway, that I'm a pretty good communicator. Um, I come off better on the radio show than on the podcast, by the way, for whatever that's worth. I, I don't know. I, I feel like I communicate better there uh, with when it's live than I do here when I'm by myself. Yeah, whatever. You guys don't care about that. Um, I don't know why this happens. But for some reason, Ole Miss offensively is horrible. In the third game of a series, when, in theory, you have the the worst of the three starters, when a team's bullpen is is taxed, at least to some degree, for some reason, it shuts down this offense more than, than anything else. I, I don't understand. But here's another start uh, from Quinn where he gave you enough. I mean, in game three of a series, if, if you would have given Mike Bianco five and two-thirds and three runs, then you would have taken it. I, I, I said if or I would have said, if you came to me and said JT Quinn going five and two thirds and he's going to give up three runs, I would have said Ole Miss is winning. But offensively, they just they just disappear in these spots, and and I don't quite understand why. They got a good enough start uh, again. That that happened again, and and then there's another questionable mound decision. Uh, another one. Where you you go to Kimbrel instead of Morell if you were planning on pitching Morell anyway, and he only threw thirty seven pitches on Friday, why not just go right to him? I don't get it. I, I guess in hindsight, it didn't really cost them anything because they weren't able to get that fourth run that would have tied the game had Kimbrel uh, Kimbrel never come in, but. Morell should have been the immediate first option there. And, and he wasn't, and it gave State an insurance run. And that's kind of that. It's it's easy 
to to criticize in hindsight, but that's another one where I thought, we sure that this is what this is what they want to do, and and it happened, and Ole Miss lost again. So offensively, though they disappeared, I I, I keep wondering if it's time to to at least for a couple of games sit Chatagnier. He's a strikeout machine. He, he's not having competitive at-bats at the bottom of your lineup right now. McCants really isn't either. I know he had a couple of hits on Friday, but Mike Bianco is loyal, especially to guys that that are apparently really strong leaders and good people on top of that and, and can play and are good in the field. But when the bottom of your lineup is so uncompetitive and unproductive, I wonder if you know maybe just a few games off uh, would be beneficial. I I don't think you have to permanently sit somebody, but you've got to see what else you have. You you have got to find out. You've got to find out what else you have, or if somebody can give you something at the bottom of your lineup. Because right now it's a it's a crater. It's an absolute crater. And now that your margin for error is basically nothing, like I said, to to get to a mark where you feel like they will make the postseason. They've got to go 11 and four. You, you can't have the bottom of your lineup being a black hole the way it is. I I don't know if Bianco is going to tinker with anything and make some changes, but uh, you should because what you're doing right now is not working. And because it's not working, just going about this the same is going to lead to you missing the postseason and possibly even missing the SEC tournament. And that's unacceptable regardless of what happened last year or uh, or not. So there's some some quick uh, some quick thoughts on the baseball series, another loss. You have the Governor's Cup on Tuesday. Maybe they can use that to get right. Uh, we will see. Probably not going to be the same kind of environment as, as you've had uh, in years past, but we'll see. We'll see tomorrow night. So in the meantime, thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll talk to you again on the next one. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.